3: Yes, indeed, it is final hour of the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Me. Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. We got Ross Lebinsky on the ones and twos, and you rolling with us having a little fun on a Tuesday evening in the Metroplex. Thanks for hanging out with us and getting involved with the program. Uh, you can do that in a number of ways. Truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. Uh, you can also ch- check us out on Twitch, slash Twitch.tv slash DallasFanCam. Ooh, my bad. That was nasty. Um, or going to YouTube 105.3 The Fan where uh, James Panagopoulos, I hope I said that right, uh, said that this conversation is all wrong about our sharing time conversation, which at oh. least, to be fair, there was a lot of bathroom conversation. You, know, you But sometimes
0: you learn some things.
3: I mean, and you know what? Also, if you're listening and eating dinner, I apologize. Did not mean to take it. To that place. Uh, and we got truckers texting in saying that dew wipes are a
0: game changer for them. So, okay. You know I- what? Off the air, Ross had a good one. Win and doubt. Matches. Mm. Potpourri. Poopery. We talking about. Potpourri is a game changer as well. If you know you're going to visit somebody, but you don't know if they have air freshener in their bathroom, bring a book of matches. One match. Drop it in the toilet.
3: Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that that was like as effective. That's one of those things it's that you hear very about. Very effective. Well, okay. I might I might need you to get thing.
0: You walk out of that bathroom, and like, you're good. You're great.
3: Yeah, I might need to give that one a try. Um, as let's get you your headlines on this evening in the Metroplex. Your Dallas Stars uh, unfortunately fall three to one in New York against the Rangers. Miro Heiskanen, your lone goal scorer, coming back after a little bit of paternity leave, uh, mm-hmm. but. He's the lone goal scorer. It was two to one. They were unable to take advantage of a power play opportunity in the third period, and then they were they were you know really pushing. They end up you know uh, empty net, empty net, and then ultimately an empty netter ends it for them. So um, that's unfortunately a loss for your um, for your Dallas Stars. They will be back in action. They have the night off. They have they'll be back in action on uh, on Thursday. Still on the road. That would be the day. It would be Thursday, where they take uh, take on the Ottawa Senators. Yes, yeah, still on the road, a lengthy road trip. Um, and they'll be out there as your Dallas Mavericks will be returning from the All-Star break, welcoming in the Phoenix Suns, who added a player over the All-Star break.
0: Yes, they did. I didn't know he was still around.
3: Yeah, Thaddeus Young, who I don't know why, he feels like he's 45 to me. Thaddeus <laughs> he, Young feels he like he, maybe, he's a
0: long.
1: He's his name is Thaddeus.
3: Long. Maybe that's it.
1: Yeah. But I was that, about to say, that seems like a very old-timer sort of right. name.
3: Thaddeus Young is 35. Which is like, it's decently old in the NBA. That's that's about Steph's age. Steph is
0: 36. Right. That means you
3: probably played 15, 16 years at this point. That is like a power forward. Yes, he is. And Thad Young, who I believe he was, I think he was cut recently by the toronto was he overseas no he was he was on the raptors okay well i mean which at this point kind of basically overseas Mm -hmm. Uh, um at the country yeah um especially with the way that they're playing they're not particularly Mm -hmm. great
0: necessarily but they're not yeah they trade away all their talent
3: he gets released and gives the suns just a little bit more size now i think that this this will provide another um added element to give absolutely i think it'll add an added element of a Maybe not Thad himself, but just I'm interested in seeing, and I think a lot of people should be interested in seeing the new look Mavs with mm-hmm. PJ Washington and Daniel Gafford along yeah. with Luca and uh Kyrie and all the all the pieces that they have. I think another challenge
0: is coming on Thursday with the uh the Phoenix Suns. There is a rumor that PJ Washington will be on with Sean and RJ tomorrow. It's not a rumor. I can
3: confirm that. The 9, 9 a.m. You'll want to keep it locked uh right here on 105 through the fan. Sean RJ Bobby will be talking to. The newest Dallas Maverick, P.J. Washington,
0: Lone Star. That's where he went to high school for a minute. That's right. That's right. So I, here,
3: I can tell you, I will be locked in and listening. I would anticipate you should be too. I mean, he's he's an interesting dude in his own right, and yeah. I, I'd love to get some more insight into the newest Dallas Maverick. Uh, some other some other news and headlines on this evening in the Metroplex. Um, the college football playoff has approved a 5 plus 7 model for the 12 team playoff that is coming next season starting next season So the
0: 5 power 5 conference champions plus 7
3: the 5 uh it, it ends up being like the 5 highest rated conference champions is how that goes Um so there's only like, 5
0: power ones So any kind of conference
3: uh, No yeah conference yeah did I say power 5
0: uh five? No, I said power 5 Yeah the 5 highest conference champions oh, So that this so you is, have your. I guess this is their way of getting around the power, the uh, Pac-12 because there's really no Pac-12. Yeah,
3: in in a way. So you end wink, up with not not your Power Fives. You imagine an SEC, a Big Ten, an ACC, a Big Twelve uh, champion, and then outside of that, I imagine it's probably you know, I don't know if it's Pac-12, it's a Mountain West American. or whoever, but obviously this. <laughs> Yeah, American Conference, a uh, probably is Sun a, Belt. A, a, a conference Sun to Sun really is look not out Pac-12 for. Twelve
0: because they only got two players and two, so, two teams.
3: So maybe one of those pops up and ends up uh, getting in there. But you have that, then you have seven at larges based off of like the the rankings in a way. I I, I found that to be interesting as well. I know that uh, the the G Nation we're talking about is that the way that this goes is obviously with twelve teams you can't necessarily have a true tournament. You end up having buys to start with your buys. Would be your four conference champions. The four highest rated conference champions would get the buys. So, in theory, you could have circumstances in which a team that is ranked higher on what, like the AP poll or what have you, mm-hmm. ends up having to play in that first round and would not get a buy when a conference champion who might not be ranked high, as high uh, would have that first round off. Uh, one of the additional no, uh, nuances and uh, oddities that you add to any postseason play. In uh, in American professional, I'm going to call it professional sports because that's really what college fo- football is at this point. But in American sports, you end up getting these oddities in postseasons as you continue to make it bigger and bigger. So that's the way that this 12 team playoff is set to go, starting next this upcoming season in the fall.
0: I'm down. I, I wanted to be expanded anyway, so it's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, um, there's I, always going to be somebody mad about something, but that's what they want.
3: Yeah, there's all. There they always want the is. chaos.
0: They want conversation. They want to be relevant. They want people to debate. That's why they never expanded it to twelve because they wanted people to argue about the four. And before that, they just want people to argue about who they anointed in the championship game. That's what they do.
3: Yeah, um, that's the script. But there you go. We we have uh, people have clamored for an expanded playoff. We now have the path to an expanded and the money that playoff that goes with it. Absolutely. Um. So there you go. That that is another thing that happened. In addition to some headlines, I saw this and I. It really piqued my interest. Apparently, Fubo TV, one of the various kind of streaming cable, you know, kind of pseudo cable mm-hmm. things that have, have come out. Oh. Fubo, not Fubo. No, not Fubo. Not for us by us. Fubo TV. That was
0: big in the 90s.
3: Sure was. It sure was. Uh, but Fubo TV is suing Disney, Fox and Warner Brothers, oh. alleging anti-competitive practices. Oh, blocking them out. Right, because remember, we heard we learned recently uh-huh. that ESPN and uh, Hulu is also defendants. Um, Fubo has been in business since 2015. They're alleging that companies have engaged in a campaign that has resulted in suppressed competition when it comes to sports-focused streaming. And I imagine that some of this is in line with what you're seeing with the announcement that they're working towards.
0: This super thing.
3: Yeah, kind of a, a sports streamer that mm-hmm. would include Fox ESPN and Warner Brother Warner Brother Discovery that has Turner Sports and all those things, where they'd be able to have those uh, all those things um, in one package, which would kind of counter the competition of all these other carriage
0: arms that would allow. So um, I always thought Fubo was one of those uh, hacker things you get overseas. I'm serious. I used to think that. I'm trying to think what you mean
3: when you say the hacker things you get overseas. Well, like you know a, like you can't see the something?
0: game that you're trying to find your game. Oh. and You can't find it, and all of a
3: sudden you say, "Wait a minute!" Like when I a, got the hookup, one of those l- football, less than legal streams. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. No. No. It, I used to think that. I guess it is. No. It, it is a legal. It's off brand. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's it's not it's not one of the major ones that you know. But I think a lot of people are picking up, or there's it's been more pick up, because I've heard people be like, "Oh man, this football TV." I think every one of those kind of streamers uh, or like you know kind of streaming services that has. Kind of like cable-like mm-hmm. uh, facets, like YouTube TV, TV Stream. Everybody has the things that, that, you know, their benefits and they have their detract. Like, nobody has it all. Right. And I think Feebo, Fubo for a long time, and I, I think this is why they, they in particular bring this forward, they prided themselves on being kind of good for sports as a streamer. And so I imagine that they absolutely had I thought they would a hookup and yeah, they definitely had a big uh, issue really with
0: the way that that one went. I thought when they died, you can't find anything, go to Fubo. No, nah,
3: that's that's when you go to the uh, when you go to the barbershop and they're right. like, hey, I'll they tell like,
0: you where. Yeah, let me let
3: me jailbreak uh, one of them uh, mm-hmm. sticks for you. We can mm-hmm. get this going. Yeah, that's right. Um, OK, so as we continue to get your headlines on this evening. A little bit of college basketball uh, shenanigans as number 15 Creighton ended number one UConn's 14-game win streak tonight. Apparently, Steven Ashworth scored 16 of his 20 points in the first half. Uh, Creighton built a double-digit lead, and ultimately they were able to hold off UConn 85 to 66. UConn uh, been a very good team, uh, number one team as uh, as I mentioned, 14-game win streak over the course mm-hmm. of this season thus far. It's it's been. There's a lot of good teams in the league, particularly. There's a lot of good teams in the Big 12, but UConn had stood, uh, kind of stood out as the best team. They get knocked off, and I look, man, I am super excited for next month. It's kind of
0: crazy to say that because we're, uh, it should be really fun. There's been a lot of great basketball. By the way, we just got a final that just ended. Uh, Number 25, BYU just beat the Baylor Bears. Baylor Bears number 11 in the nation, 78-71, to the final score. Another one of those
3: kind of things that knocks off. In fact,
0: as we lean into the college basketball
3: of it all, also Texas Tech and and TCU are currently battling. TCU technically unranked, but, I mean, uh, like I mentioned, I don't know that there's a bad team necessarily in the Big 12. Texas Tech is 23rd, and they are separated by two points with a minute and a half. So TCU has an opportunity to knock off the the very good Texas Tech Red Raiders
0: and they're both 7 and 5 in the floor. conference
3: yeah so this Quite, quite, Come on, go frogs. Quite a lot of fun if you are interested and involved in some. Uh, I think the Big Twelve basketball. has
0: five teams ranked in the top twenty-five.
3: I might even venture more. Like, there's been a lot of teams. Let me see if I could see if uh, see what those are. Houston's Houston, Houston is teams. absolutely up there. Um, let me see where the rankings.
1: I are. I want to say besides like Oklahoma State and maybe one more, every single Big Twelve team has been ranked at some point. BYU is currently ranked. Baylor, I think Tech is currently ranked.
3: I can get you your answers yeah, here. Those three. Yeah. Houston's up there they're ranked 2. Um Iowa State is up there they are ranked 6. Mm-hmm. Uh you got Kansas of course ranked 9, mm-hmm. Baylor ranked 11 and they uh, they fall so, so that six. one that one will move a little bit. Uh let's see who else do you have here? Uh Texas Tech is also ranked and BYU and BYU at 25 There's uh five rounding it out. So yeah, five of them and then also when you talk about like the votes, others receiving votes. Uh TCU receives some votes as well. Um so you've got You've got uh, a lot of folks in that range of the top teams in the nation, and so shout out to basketball and the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, uh, one of the big news: number fifteen Creighton knocks off UConn tonight. So a lot of just a lot of wild things happening all the way across
0: the college it's basketball. It's almost landscape. March Madness time.
3: Yeah, we're getting uh, February Madness in a way. Yep. So I tap in if you're intrigued with that as we continue to get you. Your headlines on this Tuesday evening in the Metroplex. We did mention this, and I did want to bring this back up. Two adults were charged with a murder in the parade shooting. I know that they had kind of Kansas two teenagers, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah the, at, at the Super Bowl parade. Thank you for helping me clarify that. Lyndell Mays of Raytown, Missouri, Dominic Miller of Kansas City, Missouri, both charged and being held on one million dollar bond. So you know, arguing. Yeah, uh, they apparently there was an argument that began between two groups of people. And they grew agitated. One believed that the other group was staring at them is how this started. This and unfortunately, it got it, you know escalated to a point where shots were let off, and one what, person what passed fist fights. You so know so that's, that's what I'm saying. Y- y- shoot the fair one, you know, right like let's let's f- fight if you need to, which honestly it would be nice if we didn't right Wait, then. but at
0: least come on man, guns at yeah. them. Don't ever bring a gun to a parade. It makes no sense.
3: I mean. That gets into uh,
0: into spaces where no, no, the conversation about not is own not a good. gun. I've said, don't bring it to a parade. I'm I'm with
3: you, but we you get into conversations have, where folks do real uncomfortable. You cannot have
0: TSA at a parade. You can't have light, uh, uh whatever detectors at the at a parade. It's open air. Yeah, it makes it people can't socialize. It makes no sense. Everybody should be able to agree on that. I think so. Um, so another headline. Not even debatable. I, I think I'm with Not you. Not at a parade. I'm with you. Nobody says take your guns away, so don't, don't bring it to a parade.
3: Especially especially when this is a Did you hear about the
0: one at, you know, when the the, the Rangers parade, There was somebody shot a gun? Did you hear about that? I didn't actually. Well, let did. me tell you the story, because it was no big deal, thank goodness, but when the parade was over with in a parking lot far away from the celebration, how come... Two couples got in an argument about a parking space. Somebody was blocking somebody, trying to leave. And how come old old boy decides to shoot up in the air and the police just happened to be close enough and arrested him and the wife because she had warrants too? Just stupid. Very stupid. And again, nothing happened, thank God. But what the hell are you doing bringing a gun to Dude, a parade?
3: I, uh, don't let I, me get started. I don't know, man uh sickening it really is sick that uh you had someone die 22 injured and all of that mm-hmm. we continue to get your headlines on this evening as uh a patriot retired today special teamer um matthew slater now matthew slater is a name look man when we talk about dudes that are like perpetual special teams you're like really but 16 years 60 seasons in the nfl was he a deep snapper he was i mean technically he's a wide receiver well, you ain't never seen him run routes. He was just, no. he was one of those, like, super, like. One, he played as long as, damn near, like Tom Brady. He's considered one of the greatest gunners in NFL history. I mean, and. Oh, Wow. It's funny because, like, you can watch highlights and there's instances where you go, no, that play is incredible. And you say that when with a guy who is like a special team or like a dude who is diving into the end zone like, make sure that a punt stays in play. That's uh, crazy. 16 years? 16 years. Was it all with the Patriots? All with the Patriots. That's as far wild. as I know. Yep. And so, came into the league in 20, uh, 2008, rather, and in 2024, he retires. Um
0: 2008.
3: And it's crazy like that's you,
0: insane.
3: I I just imagine like that's got to be he he is one of those guys that when it comes to the Patriots like as a culture setter, he's a dude that clearly did his job at a high level, but man, to be like a special teams caliber player and remain in a place, that, that is that is wild. That is incredible cuz you have you're constantly fighting for your job. There's mm-hmm. never a time where you can feel a certain level of safe. Uh, so shout out to Matthew Slater that yeah, the, really? the game wasn't done with him; he was done with the game, and that's a tough thing to do with the position that he. he got to have some nice retirement benefits. Yes, you uh, yes you do. He ends up you know obviously he's gonna end up on the pension and all of that. So shout out to Matthew Slater. Uh, so there you go. In fact, he actually claimed eight All Pros as a
0: specialist. That's great. That's greatness right there. Seriously. Yeah. 16 years at a gunner position. And he's just not a deep snapper or something, with special teams like that. Mm-hmm. My goodness. There you go. Uh, so oh, who, they said he's Jackie Slater's son. Is he? Look I, I, I honestly didn't. look it up. Uh, I'll have to double check on that, but
3: somebody said a reason why Belichick is gone. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but and also from the eight three zero, I imagine it's somebody that's watching on either the YouTube or the Twitch. They said great fit, CA,
0: digging that zip up as you are wearing. No, thanks, uh, it's a throwback, kind of a, a throwback, throwback. Dallas Mavericks, Mavericks yeah. uh, Adidas zip up. This thing's almost as as long as old as Jackie Slater's career.
3: Looks good though. It looks good. Uh, appreciate you rolling with us here on the Get Right, right here on one hundred and five through the fans. Some of your headlines. On this evening. But coming up next, again, I'm I'm hanging out with Chris Arnold, who's been everywhere, seen every everybody, done everything, and he gives us a little bit of insight and CA stories confidential.
0: How about me and the GOAT? Yeah, him. Ali, the greatest of all time next to on 1053 the Fam. So Get right right here on 105-3 The
3: Fan Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Tuesday evening in the Metroplex. Ross Lebensky's hanging out with us as well. Um and you can always get involved with the, on the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. We're from the 214. They said Michael Wilbon called the upset uh, the of Creighton over UConn okay. earlier today. So shout out to Wilbon. Yeah, there you go. Um, we've, been, we've been having a lot of fun this mm-hmm. evening, uh, despite the fact that the Stars lost to the Rangers earlier today. Uh, but you know what? Let's have a lot more fun by leaning into some of the experiences in the in the lives and times of
0: Chris Arnold and some CA Stories Confidential. Well, appreciate you, Rich. Appreciate you, Ross. And more importantly, appreciate all the Tolos allowing me to share some of these stories of covering sports all these years. Okay. Muhammad Ali is not my favorite athlete of all time. Okay. He's my second favorite athlete. Have I ever told you who my number one favorite athlete is?
3: No, Now I'm very interested. Bruce
0: Lee. Ah, okay. Bruce Lee, he's a little bit more philosophical than Ali, but Ali actually got me into sports because back when I was a kid, you know, my dad took me down to the barbershop on a Saturday afternoon. And back in those days, Ali was fighting on a Saturday afternoon, half the time on why we the sports and Howard Cosell was doing it. Yeah play-by-play color commentary and all that, and uh, you just, er everybody's arguing about, it's just like coming to America. Right, right, right. So I'm sitting in the barbershop, and I'm like, oh, man, this is sports, man. Why wear the sports? Muhammad Ali on every other month or something? So it was pretty cool. And I got a chance to meet him as a kid. As a kid, we went to Washington, D.C., and when we went to visit Washington, D.C., we were staying in this hotel, and Ali was in the hotel. And he came out of the elevator, and I shook hands with him. And I'll never forget this because, you know, you think of a fighter having these rough hands from rocks, right. his hands were giant and they were like soft pillows. Oof. They were like soft pillows, and I was those like, soft, "Wow, those soft pillows were heavy, though." <laughs> they were heavy, but they didn't hurt. No, it's like, right, right, he, right. and he was real nice, and he was just, he was, he was like, he was like, "Gonna give you an autograph?" Sure, I'll take an autograph. I mean, he asked me if I wanted his autograph,
3: and I said, "Yeah." Those are the best, most personable. You I, know who was also? I mean, and you know this, Dirk Nowitzki. Oh yeah, Dirk. When great. I met
0: Dirk, he was like, "Let's take a picture," because mm-hmm. he, I mean, he knew I wasn't gonna ask for a picture. Yeah. Well, Ali, I've only, I've only asked for, out of all these people I've ever met. I don't get autographs. You just take a picture with sure. And then even back in the day, just take a picture. I've only gotten two autographs. Okay, so we know face. we know one is Muhammad. Muhammad Ali. Ali. the other one is Bjorn Borg. Okay. Tennis. Star. Some tennis love. There you yeah, go. That was back when I was uh in high school as well. So I met Ali when like I can I was in in high school, probably freshman in high school or something. He's the reason I even wanted to be interested in sports and, and not not he's not why I got into radio, but he's why. I was interested in sports. Mm-hmm. And of course, Bruce Lee, like I said, is my favorite athlete because he could kick your ass and you wouldn't think he could do it because he's so mild mannered. Yeah. But he's disciplined ass. I, I was all about the discipline. He was like, the greatest strength is discipline. Be mm-hmm. as water. So yeah. I just like Bruce Lee. And he used to go to those Bruce Lee movies when I was a little kid and stuff. Right. So I just love Bruce Lee. But Muhammad Ali is icon. And he was the biggest thing going, and everybody loved Muhammad Ali. And I kept up with all of his fights, and I got a chance to meet him when I was a kid. Little did I know that when I eventually got on the radio and coming to K-104, I did not know that Ali was really good friends with Tom Joyner. Oh,
3: okay. In fact,
0: Tom Joyner left Dallas in the 70s to be Muhammad Ali's not promoter like a Don King, but his hype guy. Mm, I was okay. like, "What? Tom Joyner went off to Chicago. He would do an exhibition with Muhammad Ali. Whenever he came to town, he would always do stuff with at KKDA with Muhammad Ali and and Ali had never seen anything like Tom Joyner. So, he hired him away from KKDA and took him up to Chicago to do his, be like his his advance man and hype him up and all that. Yeah. Well, This was like in the late 70s, and Ali wasn't fighting that much. So Tom wasn't working that much. He was paid. Right. And Tom got bored, so he started working in Chicago. And then he came back to Dallas. Well, while Tom was in Chicago, I started working in Mm K-104. He was still in Chicago. He wasn't going back and forth yet. Yeah. He was still in Chicago. So I was in in Dallas, and Ali had this fight in Vegas against this guy named Ernie Shavers and i was able to get Ali's phone number to do a telephone interview with him and he was like this is this towards the end of his career it was in the 80s and he's he was float like a butterfly sting like a bee and can't hear can ask any younger man young man i mean ali boom, bye, all that kind of stuff and he called ernie shavers acorn he was always nicknaming his opponent he's calling acorn so i still have the interviews the tapes of me interviewing him on the phone. That's awesome. Little did I know that Tom Jordan was going to come back to Dallas, and he and I would become, like, great friends mm-hmm. during the morning show for, like, eight years together. And <laughs> during this time, Ali would tell me all these stories about, Tom would tell me all these stories about Ali. He said, man, he would call me mean, and i call him mean. I said, mean? He said, yeah, mean, instead of my man, mean, my mean, my <laughs> mean, my mean. <laughs> Well, years later in the, in the, I would say, early 90s, I'm working at Channel 8. Okay. Ali comes to town for a boxing nonprofit event. It was a fight night thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like the guest of honor. And Dale Hansen sends me out to do an interview with Arnold Payne, chief photographer. He's uh, AP's legend. Shot boy shout out to AP and Jose and all those guys still doing shots. And he, like I said, AP is still chief photographer, sports photographer for Channel 8. Mm -hmm. So he sends us out to interview Ali on a Friday afternoon. And I'm like, yes, I get to meet this guy. Interviewed him on the phone, and I met him when I was a kid. Can't wait to talk to Ali. Now, remember, he's retired. Yeah. And doesn't talk that much. And we go out to, it's a place in Preston Hollow where, you know, they, whatever you get a chance to meet him and say the the special people donate and whatever it's like I don't know 20 people in this guy's house in the backyard and they had said yeah we're going to set this up you can interview Ali late promote the fight night I go out there and he's there and he's doing magic tricks because he knows these car tricks and Mm -hmm. he's he's wildly entertaining and I'm just patiently waiting I said okay I'm going to do this interview with Muhammad Ali at some point before the afternoon's over with and uh, it's like okay is he ready to do the interview or not you know, I don't want to be pushy I'm just you know want to talk to the champ and all that and so we go over there and he goes yeah we're going to do the interview in the backyard under this tree so we go over there to this tree and he comes over to me and he goes hey can we pass on the interview oh. I said sure that's no problem right. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just I don't, he goes yeah he said I didn't take my medicine I really don't want to and I really don't want to. I don't want to talk that much, or, mm-hmm. you know. It's a, I said, "Man, don't even worry about it. You, you're the champ, man. Come on." He goes. I said, "I said, can I take a picture with you?" I was, "Oh yeah, we can take a picture." So while we get ready to pose to take this picture, I don't know. We're standing there posing. AP's taking the picture. Of us. He said, "Can I ask you something?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Are you, are you getting any?" F-? I said, "What?" <laughs> I fell out laughing. And he gave me this, he had a twinkle in his eye, and he was grinning. I was like, that was the last thing I expected him to say. But yeah, he said the whole word. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said the whole word. Are you getting it? I said, I fell out laughing. And then, you know, back then people say, saying, well, you know, he took too many punches through the head. He's not, I'm Like, he might not talk that much, but ain't nothing wrong with him. Ain't nothing wrong with him at all. But I swear, he was a great guy. I got a chance to meet him a couple of times. Like I said, as a teenager, mm-hmm. got his autograph, did a radio interview with him over the phone, and then met him in person in this guy's backyard. Somebody rich in Preston Hollow before this fight night, and uh, he said the funniest thing you'll ever hear. And you were all good. You were all good on the uh, on the work front because you didn't come back
3: with an inter- oh, interview. Oh, Dale knows.
0: Okay. Dale knows. I was, I was He's
3: like. like hey. He, he if did. he was up for it, cool. He said not, he, did, he didn't okay. take his medicine because that that would be unfortunate. Because I mean, you know, obviously you gotta let let the champ live, but at the same time, I know that sometimes, like, hey, we 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 needed this. We uh, we needed R. we needed R. you to come through.
0: R.I.P. to the greatest. Absolutely, like and everybody understood it. Oh, by the way, um, Ali was saying back that he's this was this wasn't in the interview because he was just talking. You're sitting right in the backyard. And stuff. He said he could go anywhere in the world and everybody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And that's the fact. He'd just be on a, just an empty street, and everybody knew who he was. He was the most known man on the planet. And I know this for a fact because I'm in the jungles of northern Thailand. I'm on a trek. That's a, not, a whole other story. Yeah. This is like in the in the mid-1990s. A buddy of mine, we went on a trek in the northern what, jungles what, of Thailand. What took y'all on? The, y'all just wanted to? It was beside, survive before survive. I told you I, I like doing different things. That's true. So that's I, true. I had some vacation time. He said, hey. Let's go on a track. It's like Survivor, but this was before the TV. That's why I'm not impressed with the TV show Survivor so because they <laughs> had cameras there. There were people to help you. We were there in the northern jungles you you of Thailand. So you could tap out if you really wanted to. Yeah. No, ain't no tapping out with no. CIA Hey man, we out here. We out here. The only thing I was afraid of in the northern jungles of Thailand were mosquitoes because I didn't take a shot. I forgot to take a oh, shot. Oh no. And if you get, you can get Malaria, yeah, yeah, yeah. Malaria and ain't so nothing to play did, with as, as we, a Nigerian. We, we, let me tell you, yeah, that's yeah, not you that's not what you would want, buddy. What we would do at night, we would burn leaves around the, fi- at the fire, because it was smoke, and mm. the mosquitoes wouldn't get you at night. In the daytime, any particular
3: lotion. leaves or just any leaves? Just any the, leaves the, that would smoke? Because I was like, just are you? Smoke. I was like, is there a particular leaf that maybe has like citronella like uh, situation properties or whatever? All I can
0: tell you is it kept me. That was the only thing I was concerned about. I was not afraid of anything else in these jungles, but I'll tell you a C.A. stories about those jungles, but one thing I was about to say was we're in the jungle. Northern, yes. northern Thailand is, uh, is Chiang Mai and Mae Hong This is wait, this is Bangkok. We went to Bangkok first. We went to ba- Mae Hong Son and Chiang Mai. Okay, we're up there. I'm, I'm not going to remember. And they that. I'm just let did you know. not speak English very well, mm, okay. if they did at all. Sure, but there's newspapers. Picture Muhammad Ali, Ali. They all knew. Yeah, I mean we're talking about people in. They didn't have electricity, but they knew who Ali was. And that's your CA story confidential. Yeah. And I mean, I, again, I, I, you want to see the picture? I absolutely would. I absolutely is, love to see it. Um, I don't know why my phone is draining, but it's on 2%. But here's the picture of me and Muhammad Ali right here. Doop, 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 doop. How about that?
3: There it is. That's man. a young young Chris Arnold smiling and you can see and he had just
0: told me that joke.
3: Yeah, I can see it in his I can see it in his eyes with a nice uh, brown suit on as he looks at a young Chris Arnold asking him if he's if he's uh if he's you getting it? Yeah.
0: see his story. coming.
3: There you go, man. Well, fantastic, man. I, I was thinking Thank you. I was thinking about uh and this all came about cuz earlier I don't even know what brought up. Oh, well, I, I am wearing Muhammad Ali shirt myself, uh, today. Go, yeah.
0: I, coincidence. No, you were talking about the Ali Bumaye and yeah. I, Ali Bumaye from the uh, documentary.
3: Yeah. I mean, like obviously when they had the thrill in Manila and they, you know, or no, that was, uh, in Zaire. Um, and. Oh, wait a minute.
0: Somebody said they saw this picture on the YouTube. I do how, how, I just hold Oh it goodness. Up? Maybe. Let's see. Somebody said they saw it on the YouTube channel. Wait a uh, minute. Where do I point it? How do I point it? Up you here? want to point it? That's that's your camera there. Point it in that d- general direction,
1: and zoom in a little bit. We got a we got kind of a peek.
3: But yeah, I don't, I don't know that I don't know that we're gonna be. <laughs> where are you pointing this right now? <laughs> you see it on those yeah, but now you okay? Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's the, it's this camera over here. That's that's oh he's gonna he's gonna walk it to the camera for everybody on the YouTube. If you're not on the YouTube, you're missing out. You know what? I'll get Chris to to tweet it out again at Mr. Chris Arnold on Twitter, and we'll get you that. But there you go. That's those are some yeah the Rumble and Jungle. Thank you two one four. I think you're still on the wrong camera. You got one one over. There you go. That's the camera. Let's see if if it'll come together. Uh wow we're we're not doing a great job of it right now. I'll get him to tweet it out. We'll tweet it out. We'll tweet it out. Yeah, this- at Mr. Chris Honor on Twitter. Uh, but there you go. Some CA stories confidential. Yeah, I was thinking about the Ali bomaye chant that happened in Zaire uh, during that time and that's just a wild thing to encourage because it quite literally translates to Ali kill, kill him, him. <laughs> which th- that's that's not how boxing works you're not it's trying crazy. to kill the other person mm-hmm. and yet everybody was like yeah kill that man he was like yeah y'all keep saying that like that's so disrespectful
2: <laughs> they said if he does he does <laughs> that's
3: right that's right yeah shout out to Iva Drago right Ali was just like kill that man <laughs> yes I will keep keep cheering me on to end him uh, but, yes, uh, fantastic. He, he, CA is always good for a great story, including a little funny joke from uh,
0: the greatest, Ali. <laughs> there you go. It's the get right right but here those on those who don't know, 3. the GOAT, for, we were talking about this yesterday, people say GOAT all the time. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know what GOAT means, the greatest of all time. And Muhammad Ali was known as the greatest of all time. Yes, he was. The Louisville lip. The Louisville lip. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Uh, Another fantastic
3: CA Stories Confidential. Thank you, sir, Mm -hmm. for sharing that. Uh, Coming up next, we get you your final call, including a little bit of Dallas Wing news and uh, maybe some audio uh, that I found to be really interesting. We'll do that next on The Fan. So get right, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the three-time all Hall of <laughs> – <laughs> Let's try that one more time. Reginald Atatula, that's me. He is the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Ross Lebinski is on the ones mm-hmm. and twos. You are rolling with us uh, no matter where you're listening, however you're listening. Thanks for making us a part of your evening, including the person from the 903 who said, I couldn't hear the joke. What did the champ say? I texted them the answer and they said, oh my goodness, (laughs) (laughs) rest in peace to the champs. So appreciate you doing that. If you also did not hear exactly what the champ said, you can text in (laughs) 877-881-1053 on the TrekRake.com text line. I'll let you know exactly what he said. Uh, But right now, time for the final call here on the Get Right, as it's been a fun, quick three hours. After some Rangers hot stove, a very good addition of Rangers hot stove, in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. We got to hear from Donnie Eckern and maybe more exciting to me, Justin Foskew, a really interesting young guy who seemed like he was blocked from, you know, being able to have an impact at the major league level because he's a middle infielder. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, two pillars of this World Series champion Texas Rangers squad. But, you know, he gave some really interesting answers. In fact, one of the questions was about, like, you know, the kind of mentality and the thought and what how you know what you carry when you look up and you're like, man, there might not be a path for you to go, you know, to make it to the majors right. with this team. You're kind of playing for this team and also the 29 other teams that are watching mm-hmm. because you never know if you end up getting traded somewhere and somebody wants to acquire your talents there. So there's that. But he gave some really interesting answers, including one – in fact, I would like to play this one more time. I'm not going to lie. I-, I loved this answer. Um because Jared asked him an interesting question.
1: You've been around some of the young pitchers who are also kind of in a similar position fighting for opportunities at the big league level guys who have not uh, maybe demonstrated to say the fan base, you know, what they can do. So who's a a young pitcher who you think these fans should know about someone who can maybe come up and and impact the team at some point this year when you're in the box against them and, you know, in surprise, or you're like, oh my God, this guy's nasty. Who's that guy for you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Antoine Kelly and it's not close. <laughs> um, he's, uh, when I'm at second base, you know, playing behind him, I just feel bad for the hitters because, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Um, and I know, you know, by the swings that the opponents have taken off of him, uh, it doesn't look comfortable. So um i'm excited for him and i'm excited to see what he can do for the team and yeah he's gross that's all i'll say
3: <laughs> antoine kelly another name to watch out for including uh, as well as uh Justin Foskey. keep it locked right here to 105 through the fan we got all uh all sorts of coverage from spring training thursday jared sandler is on a bird out to surprise arizona and friday evening you get cactus league baseball on your home of the world series champions 1053, the fan. It's the final call. Uh, some other things, some notes that I wanted to bring up. We were talking a little bit about uh, college basketball, and I did mention TCU, Texas Tech were playing in Lubbock. Texas Tech, number 23 in the nation, they hold off a TCU team that was really, really uh, driving strong to try and knock them off of their block. They hold on 82 to 81. And so, Texas Tech, big time win in what is just. Guns eight. up. A, a wild Big 12, um, it's going to be fun, man. That that Much conference tournament is man. going to be mm-hmm. a – like not even the NCAA tournament. That conference tournament is going to be exciting. And so, yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. Also, a little bit of maybe not great news for Dallas Wings fans. We found out today that Satu Sabali, the unicorn, as she's called, um, she she's not going to continue her season in China – where she plays, you know, and when she's right overseas, season, yeah. she was also uh playing for the German national team as, right. you know, another tall German baller mm-hmm. in the DFW area because she had a soldier shoulder injury. So today she had a, sh- a procedure on her shoulder. There is no timeline
0: oh, for you know
3: wow. when she is going to return. We don't know. Rehab. We don't have details on what the procedure yeah. was, what the injury was. Um, I don't know what to make of that, but me personally, I go, ooh, that's a little concerning because you're not super far away from yeah, when the sometime. WNBA season will come up. And she's, I mean, she's a huge, huge part yeah, of is. what the Dallas Wings do. But like
0: this, it had, obviously, because she had to have the surgery, she had to have it. And yeah. Maybe she got it in now and just in time. Maybe she'll be back in time to help him some part of the way, but who knows? I'll obviously, you hate to hear anybody going under the knife.
3: Yeah. And so. I mean, hope that she comes back strong. She's had injury issues during the course of the season, and this one doesn't feel like the same thing. But unfortunately, still, it's it might keep her. It's going to keep her away from some levels of basketball. Right. We'll see if it keeps her away from Dallas Wings basketball once that season nears a lot, uh, gets a lot closer. Uh, it's again, final call. I did find this piece of audio really interesting. T. Y. Hilton was talking on the Trenches Pod. T. Y. Hilton obviously spent a little bit of time with your Dallas Cowboys, not this past season, but the season prior. Uh, coming in in the middle of the year trying to add a little bit of a vert- vertical threat some of that speed. He had some 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 praise for CD Lamb and I found this audio to be really interesting. I would like to play it for you now.
0: What, if any difference do you see with wide receivers that came in with you like 2012 and then like guys like now. athletic bro. Emo of different Jeans, Jettas, Chase, man, them boys different, you heard yeah. They
3: so athletic that if they had a vet, like a true vet, bro, that I can like help them, like CD, like me over there helping him, because the vet he had was Amari Cooper. I know Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper doesn't talk. I helped him, but it was uh, option routes. Like I taught him like how to run a true option route, like how you should run this corner. Be called to play in the game. CD runs it, I told him to run it. He catches it, that little split second that I told him to change his angle, spin out the safety and scold. He say, I appreciate you, bit, bro. Got my jersey that game. That's crazy. And I've been Trying to tell people, bro, like, CD is like that. Just me being around him, bro, and just watching him. Like, he works, bro. I mean, he deserves everything he's going to get, bro.
0: That's high praise.
3: High praise from high Eugene T.Y. Hilton uh there on the trenches Pod. I, I mean, look, we've seen it. We've seen it now at, at the very highest level for, like, a season and a half. But, I mean, in various different ways for even longer. City Lamb is an elite receiver in this league. And so, mm-hmm. I think, obviously, the Joneses know it. Cowboys know it. They're going to need to get him signed up because well, he get paid. He he is he's very vital to any level
0: of success that the Cowboys
3: want to. In might you have.
0: imagine you talked about this before? Can you imagine had they uh, started throwing the ball to him like they were supposed to to start the season instead yeah. of after that San Francisco game?
3: Yeah, San Francisco game was
0: middle of October.
3: It it really I mean honestly, he you know, had two thousand yards. It it honestly is kind of amazing that an offensive coach needed the need C D Land man. to come over and tell him hey you got me on the team you should probably give me the bet, the football i mean credit to actually doing it and you we saw we saw the effect but i thought that was that was some high praise from Eugene Hilton's been around for a very mm-hmm. long time in this league and i do think that it's an interesting thing to think about as we were talking about kind of development of talent in the nba but also still even in the nfl the
0: vet you got to have a vet in the ear of the young guys, to show them the ins and outs. That's why, believe it or not, they love Cooks, who's there. Yes. And they also love uh, Gilly. Yeah, Stefan Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. They, they said these guys are just wise. Right.
3: It's 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 something that it's easy to forget is that there's still development to be done even uh-huh. once you're in the league. And, Somebody
0: need to be in Micah's ear.
3: And I, as I continue to kind of bounce back and forth with sports, it's one of the reasons why the NBA, or I mean just in general, we've tried mm-hmm. to like really – get down to the analytics and every, you know, just think of guys as assets, but you have to think about the construction of a team and the veteran presence that's there at times. Yeah.
0: Because somebody has got to show them the way things are done. You, you really, and like I said, I, I say that again, somebody need to be in my gazier, some vet. they better bring some vet linebacker in some kind of way.
3: Yeah. I mean, you would, you would think that someone like a, uh, Demarcus Lawrence is a,
0: a vet, but apparently they not on the same page right now. Yeah. That, apparently. That, that, that's uh... respectfully allegedly, <laughs> So yeah, They quote Lucius.
3: Yeah, that's right. I appreciated that uh, that audio from T.Y. Hilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, your Dallas Stars unfortunately fall in New York against the Rangers, uh, three to one. The third was an empty netter. It was mm-hmm. two one. They were really trying and fighting. They you know go empty net to try and get an extra skater on, try and uh, get the equalizer. And they're playing fall.
0: Thursday in Edmond. no in Ottawa. In Ottawa against the Senators. And here you're going to have the Dallas Mavericks. They're back in action for the second half of the season after the all break. The beginning of the last 26, 27 regular season games. You, they're taking on the Phoenix Suns with D. Book, KD, and uh, Brad Beal. Brad Beal. And on Friday. Home of the World Series champion, Texas
3: Rangers. That's right. Cactus League Baseball will get going. You'll be able to hear that at 8 p.m. on Friday. Tomorrow, set your clocks for 9 a.m. Now, actually, set your clocks for 5.30 a.m. You want a tolo, uh, as Sean and RJ will get you started. But PJ Washington. 9 a.m. Will be on. Sean and RJ, 9 a.m. You'll definitely want to check check it out. I'll check it out for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the newest Maverick will be heard on these very airways. Appreciate you guys rocking with us on this Tuesday evening. CA, Ross, appreciate you fellas. Uh, Again. 5.30 a.m., Sean and RJ, KC Masterpiece at 10. G Bag Nation at 2. We'll be back 7 p.m. tomorrow evening to hang out with you. Well, I'll be back with Blake. I think you got a little bit of time off. Mm-hmm. Until then, be easy.